Hey, everybody. Welcome May 3rd Dinner Plus Drinks podcast. I don't want to say we're unprepared for this one, but uh, we've had a list of about four recording times that we're going to do for this week. Due to a few things, we haven't hit all of them, so we're going to do a shortened episode. We have some fun ideas. We, we hope you like it, but it has been nutso here at Lake Geneva could you agree or disagree with that, Bridget? I I could agree. I have been um, learning a lot because I like to make myself useful. So I'm just jumping right in um, to some of the retail side. And everyone's working their butts off. But it is crazy. I feel like it's crazier now than it was six weeks ago or whenever this all started. The, what do you think? Yeah, it's way crazier. I've right. never seen so many items go up per transaction. And if you're a number person, I actually pulled some of the, I think it's kind of interesting. I pulled some of the numbers from how things are going at Lake Street Country Meets. We'll share them a little bit later in this episode, but we just want to talk about, hopefully we're about halfway through quarantine. It seems like kind of with the way things are going. So share some of our uh, coronavirus reflections. We have to announce the winner of the candle giveaway that uh, we are a little delayed on, but schedules didn't work out on that. So we are going to announce that winner. And then just talk about uh, a little bit of life. So nothing too fancy this week. It's going to be a short episode. But Bridget, how are you handling coronavirus about eight weeks in? Is it eight weeks? I just like have completely lost track of time um, or continue to have no track of time, I guess. Um, Ups and downs, ups and downs, I'm going to say. We have our good days and our bad days, but I think like... This week, I feel like, is, is going to be and continues to be like a breaking point for people because we were supposed so to be released. Yeah. And yeah. Then they announced meat supply is going to run out. And I think nobody needs to... I'm doing air quotes right now. Nobody can see this. <laughs> but nobody needs to eat meat. But right. that's one of those things, if you can't have your chicken on top of your salad and you're told, oh, just have some tofu instead. Or if you can't grill some burgers on this first nice weekend of the year, that's the type of stuff that I really think that's what just yeah. pushes people over the edge. Because, okay, you don't quote unquote need to eat meat. Yeah. But that is, I can understand I need to stay at home. I understand I need to wear a mask. But now what are you telling me that I can't have meat? I think that's really pushing people. That is a good way to look at it. I I am convinced like living in our resort town of Lake Geneva that this weather is like, any other weekend, we'd all be thrilled that it's going to be 70 and sunny, but it is like stressing me out because we're going to have a whole bunch of people flock to town and even yeah. people that live here just want to get outside. And like our town is going to look like a summer weekend, but yet like you can't go to the park and you, you mentioned grilling out. I think, yeah, everyone wants to grill out and like mass quantities. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like very interesting things. Coronavirus is bringing up like some really interesting things to me and like caring about the weather a lot is one of them. <laughs> I think so too. Are yeah. you coming up with new and inventive ways to keep the kids busy and occupied or are you well, running out of ways? I mean, we're, I wouldn't say like we're running out. I'm sure there's still plenty of ideas. I actually like have a file folder on my desktop of screenshots of things that I've like saved to do. But six weeks ago, I was all about doing these. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be super mom and this is fun. But I like just don't have it in me anymore. I just like want to get through every day. I think the amount of stuff on Facebook and Instagram at the start of this was like daily checklist of things you should do with your kids. And we're like, oh, that's kind of dumb, but also cool. And now all of the memes, all of the parenting things are just, you're not meant to parent at home. 
-hmm. You're not meant to parent in isolation. It takes a village to raise a kid. And if you can just get through this by doing whatever, don't worry about whatever (laughs) habits or whatever things you're doing or not doing. At this point, we just need to get through it. Yes. I think my sister, I think it was my sister posted a really awesome article the other day, shared it from somewhere that was like, you're meant to parent with a community. Like you're not meant to do this in isolation. It's okay, people. (laughs) That's what I was just saying. Takes yep. the whole village to raise Take a the child. Takes the whole village our to village raise people. a child. What? Yeah, so I said our village people. Yes. Um. Yeah, so no, like we're not doing, honestly, the one thing we are still doing is like we're cooking and baking more than we usually do in our household. Um. Tyler, my husband, is usually the one that like does the dinner cooking. Um. But I have found that like I'm enjoying it more. I, I might have mentioned that a couple weeks ago, but it's an activity I can have Elliot do with me. And then like, if he makes the meal, he's more invested in it. Um, so, you know, we're doing more of that. That's what I'm finding is like, I'm enjoying it more because I don't feel as rushed in daily life in general. Um, because you know, we got nowhere to go. So I'm enjoying cooking more. I'm hearing that from a lot of people too. I'm getting very specific questions from people about, Hey, I have, uh, some time on my hands and I want to try this for the first time. I had a, somebody come out, that had a sous vide cooker that they got oh. for Christmas last year, 2018, and said, I, I never used it. I always planned on using it. Now I got time. I want to try it. What are some tips? So I think people are branching out. Yeah. The so thing I think is really cool that people are doing are those birthday parades, because obviously you can't do the birthday party. And I recently attended one for uh, a pirate who turned 80. And you know okay. what he said? I am 80. Okay. Bam, still like, delivering dad jokes. Yeah, you guys, we're going off script, but we can't forget the dad joke, okay? Can't forget the dad joke of the I day. Mean, what other, like, unique things or fun things, dad jokes aside, are you finding with this quarantine? Anything stick out to you? Nothing. Nothing. Honestly, nothing. What? I, I have a list of things. I think that this just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's interesting to see all these people that are doing really cool home DIY projects. Um, I think all <laughs> the cooking at home is great, but would I give all these things? I'm like, oh, that's nice that people are trying to actually be able to instead of just focus on making your backyard look beautiful, have your friends over and have a party in that. Yeah. Or, instead of everybody buying everything from Lake Geneva country meats, be able to go to your favorite restaurant and sit down for a meal with people. I would give it all up. Obviously. Yeah. So yeah, we, I think we were talking about this, like Nick and I are social people. We like to, we like our friends and we like our schedules with that involve other people. So like, this is hard for everybody. We know this, everyone deals with this differently, but like, us type of people here, this is very difficult. I am not used to like not hanging out with other people for six weeks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Being able to call a friend at four thirty and say, Hey, can we meet at yeah. Flatiron Tap for a quick beer? Or hey, yep. do you want to grab a bottle of wine at the bottle shop? Or let's go get some croissants and tea at Simple Cafe. At, like that's Yeah. It is just stuff a just quick meetup. Me. You're right. Like the quick, hey, it's 70 out. Let's go have a beer on a patio. Um, yeah, that's really hard. I, I am Actually, like... Bridget, I just thought of something that's good right now. What? Oh, good. Oh, white peach ginger bubbly. Bubbly <laughs> yes, released um, a new flavor, white yeah. peach ginger, and it is delicious. We've had a lot of time on our hands to test out all the new bubbly flavors, and uh, we talk about it in irregular amount. So, so 
<laughs> I did think people's habits has definitely changed. And I pulled some numbers from Lake Geneva Country Meets. This basically started uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, and more or less. So St. Patrick's Day to the last day, yesterday. That time period last year, ground beef was 7.8% of what we sold. It's our most popular item. Then fresh brats, cherry brats, ribeyes, twice-baked potatoes, all were less than 2% of what we sold. Pork chops, boneless, goodness breast, uh, strip steaks, pork tenderloins, mushroom Swiss brats. Same period this year, ground beef, would you care to guess how much of what we sold was ground beef? After listening to the voicemails I've been listening to for the last three days, I'm going to say 65%. Not quite. 20%. I'm really more realistic. 20% of what That's we insane. Sold. Just insane. Then boneless, skinless breasts were 5.2% of what we sold. Yep. Pork chops, 27 oh. Tenderloin fillets were our next most popular thing. Our most popular steak because people still want to eat well. Mm-hmm. Then ribeye steaks, strip steaks, mm-hmm. regular brats, bacon, bacon, cherry brats, and pork tenderloins. Interesting. I mean, I will say, so I don't normally take orders or listen to what people are ordering necessarily besides talking with Nick about the stats. Um, but I've been listening to orders on voicemail for the last few days. And it is, people are ordering the same 10 things, like which are the things you mentioned. <laughs> I felt like every order had the same couple things in it. And every order had ground beef in it. <laughs> when I looked at the stats for the website, we've actually had fewer people visit the website in this period. Interesting. So 182,000 people in the seven weeks versus 195,000. But we actually had 350,000 page views instead of 278,000. So people are spending a lot more time looking at more stuff. And the recipes they were looking at weren't um, the top like 20 pretty much all had simple or easy in the name, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, but it doesn't surprise me. And guess what the biggest increase in age group on the website was? Well, I hope um, 20 to 30. Actually not. It was 18 to 24-year-olds, which has always been our smallest group. And that was up 58%. Oh, that's really interesting. 58%? 58%. I was like, wow, this is cool. Maybe So maybe people are, maybe these young people, these youngins. (laughs) These young people, like Nick and I are. Are doing it. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. And the other thing I thought was interesting for the cash register was usually people buy about 5.7 items when they mm-hmm. check out here was the average last year. We're up to nine. Ooh, I was going to guess 11. Yeah. So it's, been, it's been 13 the last couple days, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why. Nine. So yeah, that's interesting. It is really cool. We've talked about this to see how businesses are pivoting and like, so for us nerds who like these stats, Nick, um, I hope some of you enjoy that. I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, guys. Very exciting news in Nick's life. Oh, what yes. Did you, what did you do yesterday, Nick? Well, mm. I closed out my new house. New house! Thank you. Yes, yes. Hey, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a many-year process. And <laughs> it was a joyous day, despite Corona's best efforts. To it was- Beautiful and sunny, and you have a new house. We, the mortgage, as always, you know, there were some things that were a little uh, hit and miss. Uh, And we had to wait a little bit at the closing thing. But it was very exciting. Yep. Um, It was, 
I think this was the weirdest thing where Sarah and I have worked for this house and saved for five years. Um, and the building process we started last May uh, to pick a floor plan, pick the finishes, get it started, all of the things. Yeah, guys, Nick built a house. Didn't just buy a house. They yep, built a house. We built it. Shodine Builders actually built Shodine. it. Shout oh, out to yeah. They did a very <laughs> nice job. I highly recommend them. And it was so weird because it's this long, long lead time, this long building. And the first thing you want to do is have a huge party and a huge bonfire. And we couldn't do that. We, <laughs> we did have some, some friends that we are uh, uh, not uh, socially isolated from that we're cross-contaminated with. Uh, that's Bridget. That's me. We, we're in the same circle, guys. I work with Nick every day. Uh, so yes, we were able to go over and see the awesome new house. Um, I can't wait to see it filled with furniture. I know. That's, I can't imagine having to pick out a house full of furniture. That might be the worst thing right now. Because you want to pick out your couch. You want to sit in it. You want to <laughs> jump on it. You want to put Simona on it. See how, you know, does she puke on it right away? How easy is the well, puke clean off? Yes, it's uh, likely. You can't do that right now. And the delivery is taking forever. So we're um, going to have, I think, beach chairs or something in the house for a while. But it's fine. Who cares? It's a beautiful house. Very excited. Oh, beautiful light, have, beautiful kitchen. Oh, the kitchen, though. The kitchen, though. The kitchen's so... You tell everyone about your ovens. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I have... Oh, gosh, guys. So kitchen is definitely where we spent the money. Um, <laughs> if you know anything about me, you're probably not surprised. But we did spend the money on the kitchen. It was great. Uh, it is great. It's wonderful. And we got kind of a, a fortuitous upgrade on our appliances because the builder was kind of shifting model years on appliances and stuff. And unbeknownst to me, my oven, I have a double oven. It is Wi-Fi. It is I oven. <laughs> Wi-Fi my oven. All of my dreams are coming true. I can be sitting here at work and have my potatoes prepped in the oven. Be like, all right, time to start roasting these bad boys. Boop. Bam. Oven on. Taters roasting. Uh, It does all of the things. You can program it. See, like, so my wife, my wife, uh, Sarah, she's very uh, not into the cooking. Nice, kindly said. It programs for her that she can just touch, oh, potatoes. Oh, roasted broccoli. Boom. She can't screw it up because it also sets a timer because she's not big into the, like, checking how long these things are cooking. So if we have the timer, it then goes, boop, 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 boop. This is very exciting oh. to me. My cooktop, oh, oh, it's so hot. I turned on the power burner. I could feel it from like six feet away. I'm like, yes, we're going to get this pasta water boiling in like two seconds. I have a huge range hood so I can do all of the searing. Because you know what amateur mistake? Number one amateur mistake. Cook hotter. More heat. Higher heat. Don't be afraid of the smoke. You guys, can you tell that Nick's excited about his kitchen? Very excited. Very excited. (laughs) Well, Uh, it's awesome. Congratulations again on the house. Thank you. Oh, also spice racks. Very excited about. Oh, it, yeah, and your fireplace that's Wi-Fi enabled, right? Oh yeah, uh, that's not Wi-Fi. It's just on an app. Oh, it's just an app. Just it's like a app. remote control right. app to change the heights and the flames and the. Mine takes wood. My fireplace, you know, the stuff you chop down. You have to light the flame. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty old school here. We live in the pioneer days at my house. We're 
we're living in the 21st century. I mean, you it's, are, man. it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh. Um, okay, guys, what are we going to do? I think we have a candle to announce, don't we? Yeah, candle so we, we called uh, Liz and Leanne earlier this week and recorded the drawing of the winner. So let's play that now. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's been a little bit since we did our candle smell off, which Bridget and I tied. But it is time to announce who wins the candles. And we're very excited to have Liz and Leanne back with us to do the drawing. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. We're excited to be here. Uh-huh. Guys, don't mind us. We, if you listen to our podcast, we talked about Foggy Brain. So that's what happened. We let this run its course, but we're back to give away a candle or two. I don't remember even. <laughs> well, I think the winner gets both of our candles, right? Right. It's so exciting. So Leanne, can you remind us of where the uh, proceeds of all the donations are going to? Yeah, so the proceeds are going to Kisses from Keegan and Friends, which is a pediatric cancer foundation, um, which is what I describe as a local make-a-wish. We, as an organization, have shifted gears since all of this started, and we're doing a lot of work to support families, and sometimes it's helping buy groceries, make rent payments. Um, The toy closet at the hospital was empty, and we filled the closet last week. Um, Awesome. So we're doing lots of fun things like that. And we appreciate everyone who donated um, through being able to win a candle. And, and to uh, help it off, <gasps> Live we're going to kick yeah. the box from Lake Geneva Country Meats to uh, go with all the donations. So, Oh, nice. Thank you. Yay. And the winner is Willie Joe Hansen. <gasps> Willie Joe. Joe. Congratulations. Congrats, Willie Joe. Uh, thank you all to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who watched. Uh, we will get in touch with Willie Joe to arrange for the candles to get to you. Yeah. And uh, yeah. let us know which one you love, Willie Joe, since it was a tie. You got we we're dying to know which one you love. Yeah, you're the tiebreaker. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> and again, on behalf of Kisses from Keegan and Friends, um, we appreciate all of the support, and it will be put to great use. All right. Thanks for watching. Stay tuned for more great things. And we'll see you soon at Lake Geneva Catcher Meats and the Candle Mercantile. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. All right. That was pretty cool. I'm glad we're able to do that. Weren't you, Bridget? I think it's so fun. And it was great to work with Liz and Leanne and benefit Kisses from Keegan. So thanks to everybody who donated and entered. Uh, We'll reach out, get in touch with our winner. And make sure that you get your candle. Thank you again. Well, actually, candles. Yes, two of them. You got, and you know what? We'd love to hear which one you like more. Because remember, we tied on this competition. Tied. <laughs> tied. So, guys, since this was our, like, coronavirus mid-mortem, I do have to mention one other thing that I didn't get to earlier. I don't understand why Apple... So, like, I'm an Apple product person, right? You can hear my text dinging because, you know, everything's connected. I have all the products. But I can't understand why they somehow, like, so my phone is on face recognition, right? Well, we're wearing face masks now. So, like, face recognition does not work. Mm. And I'm surprised that Apple has not managed to, like, put out an update that manages to figure it out. That's the worst. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's like I don't know. a silly thing. This is, yes. Is this being a spoiled, entitled millennial? or is? Yeah, probably. I don't care. I feel like 
probably the people in the 1950s when they first had indoor plumbing or whatever, you know, they're like, ah, my toilet, I need to plunge it out. This is the worst. And their grandpa's probably like, well, you know, I had to plunge out my outhouse and pump, dig it back out. Everybody's going to complain about stuff. And, you know, this whatever. is what I'm complaining about. This is what I'm complaining about. My stupid phone that is going nutso with people wanting more ground beef. Well, yeah. not when I look at it. I, seriously, as I walk around the store or whatever, yeah, I have a mask on and it won't work. I know. First and world they problem. designed it because it used to be the thumbprint, which I really like that. Me too. I miss that. And once they got rid of that and the design choices, it's all in your face. Now they need to oh. deal with. I know the masks. Okay. I do have a gripe about this. I hate that the thumbprint is gone. Just like, give me the choice. I don't, I don't care about the face ID. I want my thumbprint back. Okay. Apple, need do you to get a dongle. A dongle to, to allow my thumbprint. Yep. Remember when you just had to put in a code? <laughs> Not secure. Not oh, secure. Anyway, sorry I'm about that. Your code's five seven two three. So I mean, <laughs> here's my phone code, everybody. Well, listen, I'm on all the Apple products, so maybe like the Apple lords that are listening can hear me and they'll fix my complaint. <laughs> I believe iTunes podcast or Apple Podcasts is now transcribing stuff. So great. Yeah, they're probably going through this and hearing that there are some product recommendations in here they'll be reaching Stay out tuned for next week and see if we've fixed all the problems all right this is our wrap-up of the uh mid-mortem of coronavirus hopefully mid-mortem we know there's yeah. a second wave we know we have we know we're in this longer but uh, it does look like cases are going down test results are, are getting better uh definitely fatalities are are slowing so hopefully we'll be able to start doing some of the tier one reopening coming up soon and uh, especially if we all stay responsible. I was in a store the other day and somebody without a face mask got up in my thing and I was so enraged and triggered a fight or flight. I almost punched him. I, I, I honestly almost punched him because it was like a visceral attack on my person. Get out of my bubble. Yes. Yes. Like, I, dude, People are ridiculous. I, he, he, so he said, excuse me and got up in my space. I'm like, just because you say, excuse me, doesn't mean you can do what you want it's like with all due respect you're, you're ugly <laughs> thank you yes but I respectfully all due respect no that doesn't you can't say whatever you want oh it's free because you said with all due respect you can't say, excuse me and then punch someone well it said excuse me my fist is coming through it's your fault you know, i mean yeah maybe that's I mean, what i should yeah. die i should say excuse me my fist is coming through and boom <laughs> I would have been a violent person, but this is what, this is what Corona's doing. Yeah. So hopefully it's over soon and Nick doesn't have to fight people in the store about getting in his bubble. Tell us your coronavirus stories, what you're feeling, what you're doing to cope. If you're running out of ideas, you're in our boat. If you're getting a little sad, you're in our boat. Yep. Um, It's okay. Let's commemorate, commiserate together. Uh, If you're happy and have great ideas and are still killing it, share. Because maybe you'll inspire us. Yeah, I mean, good for you. <laughs> but my son has been watching a movie since, I don't know, for an hour and a half. So that's how great we're doing right now. It's great. It's, it's great. great. We're doing great. So we hope you're hanging in there and share some funny stories or like what you've learned from coronavirus, the weird things you're doing. Share them with us. We will be back next week with uh, a regular episode. Or structure. More structure, all of the fun things, our meal plans, product recommendations, and of course, Kid Corner. So all of the fun things. But thanks for listening to this week. Thanks, guys. Hang in there. See you soon. Bye.